Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Yeah, morning everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell. It is Friday morning, the 27th of May 2022. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair for the next hour. Big hour as well between now and 6am. In just a second, we'll have a look back at last night's comprehensive victory for the Melbourne Storm over the Manly Seagulls and preview the rest of round 12 of the NRL. Charlie Goodsir will join me in a sec. Uh, No Brett Phillips today because he's actually working at the moment uh, for Channel 9 in a close game where Stefanos Tsitsipas is in action. So we will have a French Open update minus Brett Phillips a little later on and much, much more. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy the number as per usual. Or you can text 0457 736 736. It's one past five. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. I want your bold predictions for the weekend of sport. Lots happening, of course. NRL, AFL, French Open, Champions League final on Sunday morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Best uh, text, almost creative text, uh, come Monday, uh, once we know who's got close to the mark, will uh, get a prize. Charlie Goodsir is in the studio with me. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Uh, Let's have a look at round 12 of the NRL. We'll start with last night. Now, you came into the office. You said you've got some strong opinions, so I'm looking forward to hearing this. Melbourne 28 over Manly 8. Yeah, so comrades win from the Storms. They were dominant from the outset. We didn't learn anything new about the Melbourne Storm. They beat up again against a team without their best player. Mm-hmm. I This might be, sound a little bit controversial. Mm. I'm ready to put the label of flat track bullies on the Melbourne Storm. Oh, really? They failed against the Panthers. Mm. They, failed, they failed against the Cowboys. 20-point win against a, a pretty hopeless Seagulls team, mm. to be fair. that They played decent enough, but yeah. And and Karen Munster, great game. We'll get the three Dalian points. But why now? Is it because... Jerome Hughes is back. Is that is that why he's playing well? Where was this the last two weeks when his team really needed it? Yeah, he played very well uh, last night. But I do agree, although, do you not take any of the Storm's injuries into account for their games against the Panthers and the Cowboys? Injuries, yes. But I, I think growing up, um, I'm only 23, I've never seen a bad Storm team, even mm. when some of their best players have been out for extended periods. that They've still been good. It's replaced one soldier with another. And I just think injuries, yes, a concern, but back to back, you know, thirty point losses mm. against Panthers and Cowboys. I, I just think that's unacceptable for a Storm side. And then just to, you know, again beat up on a weakened Manly side. I think uh, I, I don't know. It doesn't really say too much about the Storm, and doesn't really give me 
we don't learn anything new about them. No, they've got the bye next week as well, uh, leading into State of Origin. We'll hear from Brandon Smith a little later on post-match. Uh, when it comes to Manly, though, only eight points. I don't think anyone expected Manly to go to Melbourne and beat the Melbourne Storm, especially without Tom Dravojevic. But it goes back to, uh, to what I think we were saying earlier on in the week, is that it's going to be very hard for them without Tommy to- uh, Tom Dravojevic to actually make the finals. I-, I don't see them making the finals now. No, I, I don't. I think we said that last week as well, mm. that um, they're, they're more likely to miss the finals than make them. I think yep. it's, it's going to be a tough challenge. And, hey, if they do it, credit where credit's due, that's amazing. But, yeah, they just they just look a, a mile off the pace at the moment. Yep, agree with that. More reaction in the various breakfast shows as well after six, after Melbourne 28 defeated Manly 8. Charlie, let's have a look at the rest of the round, round 12, and some intriguing matches coming up. Tonight, you'll hear this one on SCN as well. The Panthers taking on the Cowboys. First play third. Now, when the draw came out, no one would have expected this to be one play three. I didn't have the Cowboys in my eight. They are without a couple of their star players, which may hurt them. And I've seen Penrith the past two weeks against the Storm and the Roosters, and they're so hard to beat. At home, it's hard to see anything but a Penrith victory, but you never know. The way the Cowboys have been playing, a lot of confidence. How do you see this one going? Yeah, I, it gave the round, I, yep. I think. I think... Um, Having the Cowboys as $5 uh, <laughs> outsiders, yes, I, I think, is a, a great value, of course, Gary, responsibly. Yes. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it's going to be closer than um, people expect. And I think it's it's a great story. I love a team that no one has any faith in wooden spooners mm. for, for many at the start of the season. And they have just really defied expectations. Todd Payton has turned that club around. I think we, we have so many Cowboys people on our various shows on 1170 SCN. And they all say the same thing. Todd Payton came in this offseason toughest precinct they've ever had, really changed the standards of the club, and it's really paying dividends. That being said, Panthers. Yeah, I think Panthers as well, but I think it'll be a close Cowboy. But no one expected the Cowboys to beat the Storm last week, so you just uh, never know. Now, the other game tonight at 7.55, the Brisbane Broncos, who themselves are going very well, although there has been some news around Payne Haas over the last 24 hours. I'll get to that a bit later on. Up against the Gold Coast Titans, who for mine have been one of the real disappointments of 2022. The Broncos, no Adam Reynolds, which will hurt them a bit, but I still think up there at Suncorp Stadium in front of a big crowd, I think they'll get the Titans. I'm going the upset. Oh, okay. And and the only reason I'm going this upset is for mm. the news that broke in the last 12 or so hours with, with Payne Haas. I, I think it can go one of two ways. Mm. It can galvanize the team and it can just be, you know, another distraction. Kevin Walters is a great coach. We had him on yesterday on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. And he's done wonders. And I, I think they'll be okay. But there's just this thing in the back of my mind saying, oh, this is a big distraction. One, one of arguably your best players in the side doesn't want to play. It's very public. Mm. This is exactly what the Gold Coast Titans will want. It will play into their hands. I'm going to go to the Titans, but I'm, I'm, I won't be shocked if I'm completely wrong. And the Titans did show uh, some sort of steal coming back, almost uh, getting back to even against the Sharks last Sunday. So, uh, And it's a must-win game for the Titans. I reckon if they're to lose this one, you can almost uh, say goodbye to their season. Now, three games tomorrow. Warriors up against the Knights. You'll hear that on SEN. Uh, 3 p.m. kickoff up there at Redcliffe. Uh, I don't know who to tip on this one. I think I know who you're going to uh, tip. The Warriors have been so up and down. The Knights, well, they beat the Bulldogs two weeks ago. Uh, they were competitive enough at times last week. I'll go the Knights, but with no confidence whatsoever. I'm going the Knights with a lot of confidence. <laughs> we were absolutely robbed last week. And uh, mm. at the risk of doing a Des Hasler, I won't say anything about <laughs> the officiating. Um, I just think the Knights, yeah, they definitely showed a lot of improvement. And I think Daniel Saifidi mm. is going to have a really big game. He's been hounded a lot. Mm. And, you know, he's pushing for origin selection. And now with the David Fafita, uh, not David Fafita, Payne Haas mm. situation, 
it now opens the door. If he can just put on a really good 80-minute performance, he'll be okay. He'll make Origin nights for me. And that Origin team gets named on Sunday as well. So no doubt Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander and the rest of the uh, selection panel, the coaching team, will be looking closely at his, at his performance. Uh, this is a crucial game, I think, for both teams. 5.30 tomorrow night, South Sydney taking on the West Tigers. A few question marks on uh, whether Jackson Hastings will be lining up. Hopefully for the Tigers, uh, he will be there. Souths, in my opinion, haven't set the world on fire at all this year. I actually, if Hastings plays, we saw the Tigers beat Souths about four or five weeks ago. Must win game definitely for the Tigers. I think on the Reviso Hastings plays, I think the Tigers get them. I, I'm, I'm in the exact same wavelength yep. as you. If Hastings plays, the Tigers win. Mm. So I'm going to go to the Tigers just for the just for the sake of tipping here. I get the Rabbitohs, I think, I know people say the Titans have been disappointed. The Rabbitohs have been the biggest disappointment. Mm. Grand finals last year yep. came with a lot of expectation this year. I just think they haven't put on a, a game that has inspired me or suggested to me that they're going anywhere anytime soon. So I'm going the Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers as well. Uh, this another uh, good game, 7.30 tomorrow night out at Shark Park. The Cronulla Sharks taking on the Sydney Roosters. I thought the Sharks, although they've, uh, well, they won last week, their early season form, that which is so good, it's become a bit patchy. They were pretty woeful against the Raiders in Magic Round. And the Roosters, they're hard to get a read on. A very good win against the Eels a couple of weeks ago. And thought look, I thought they were pretty competitive for the first 30 minutes against uh, Penrith and still played decent enough football in that second half. If the Roosters play their best, and it's a big if, I think they win, but it's always a hard trip out to Shark Park. And this is an important game for Cronulla as well. The Roosters, they're sitting in seventh, but a lot of people still have them up there as one of the premiership favourites behind Penrith and Melbourne. So this is an important test for the Sharks, uh, but I think the Roosters just. Yeah, the Roosters, it's, they're sitting in seventh, but they're in that block of teams mm. in that kind of fourth to seventh range. So, you know, take on that what you will. I'm going to go the Sharks mm-hmm. only because it's at home. And I think Nico Hines will um, confirm his origin status. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I can't believe there's any calls that Jack Wyden is going to get I that place. I, I know Wyden's been really good this season and mm. he's and he's played it before, but you can't deny Nico Hines. He's second on the Dalian for a reason. So I'm going to Sharks. You still got to remember what Nico Hines did a few weeks ago when uh, they were down to 12 men against the Warriors. He was playing basically two positions in uh, one game. Uh, and on Sunday, two games, Bulldogs up against the Dragons. This at Belmore. Uh, at 2 p.m. They always play better at Belmore, the Bulldogs, but they're going to have to play a lot better to beat a Dragon side who is only sitting in the 11th position themselves. But uh, I think it might be close, but I can't tip the Bulldogs. This, this is the worst game. I, I, I can't stand both these teams. This, this is going to be a bludger. This is going to be one of Brandy's unmissable moments because yeah. of how, how much of a bludger it is. Um, many other Dragons, and mm-hmm. because that's my mum's team, mm. uh, and it kills me to this day that that's my mum's team, but I think... You, you can't tip the doggies. No. You, you, can't, you just can't tip them. So the Dragons. I expect a fairly big crowd out there, though, at Belmore on Sunday. And the final game, which is another good one, uh, the Raiders have come into some kind of form. They will play the Parramatta Aerials in Canberra. This will be on SEN on Sunday afternoon. Uh, 4.05 kickoff. The Raiders, three wins in a row, looking impressive all of a sudden. The Eels, again, they've been a bit up and down, but they managed to scrape home last Friday night against the Manly Seagulls. But I think at home, the Raiders, they're playing great football. I think they'll win. Yeah. Um, until yesterday, I was going to go to the Eels. Then mm. we had Wally the Statsman on breakfast with mm. Wossy and Brand. You can check that out on uh, the podcast as well, mm. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And that swayed me. Yep. Because the Eels haven't won there since 2001 in Canberra. Mm. And they've been win-loss, win-loss, win-loss since, I think, round five or round six, something like that. 
So I'm going the Raiders. And yeah, three wins in a row. It can just galvanize a team. And uh, Fogarty plays his first game this weekend, which is massive in. Uh, so I'm going to the Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to go the Raiders as well. Well, Charlie, we'll meet back here on Monday morning and we'll see how many we've got right and how many we've got wrong. Yes, uh, hopefully all of them are right and hopefully Newcastle gets up. Yes, and looking forward to your segment later with Vossi and Brandy yes, as well. Yes, looking forward good. to it. Uh, it is 11 past 5, 0457 736 736 is the text number or you can call 1300 01 1170. Just before a break, let's have a listen to Brandon Smith post-match after the Storm's 28, 28 points to 8 victory over Manly last night. Embarrassing the last two weeks, um, letting down the old man Belzer. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we got the win, but it was still a bit, I thought we were a bit sloppy, to be quite fair. Half our salary caps out with Harry Grant and Pappenhausen. So, um, yeah, look forward to getting, getting them back. The inclusion of Jerome Hughes, though, Brandon, how big is that, particularly for you and your role? Jerome Hughes being back. Yeah, no, definitely. I was saying when I was on the bench that it's a completely different ball game when Jerome's out there. I think you know Cameron Munster works his best when he doesn't have to think, and uh, when Jerome's out there, it really helps uh, Cameron Munster do that. So obviously he played real well, the big dog, and um, yeah, it's really good to have Jerome back and just kind of direct us. I mean, seven's a really important position, and uh, for him to come out, come back, and uh, really steer the ship, it pretty much shows what, how much he means to this club. Yeah, Brandon Smith uh, with Alana Ferguson, I think it was last night, on Channel 9. And he's been under a bit of criticism as well uh, and played pretty well last night. 0457 736 736 is our text number, or you can call 1300 01 1170. Asking for your bold predictions this weekend in sport. Doesn't have to be NRL, and I'll get to a text here in just a second, but can be anything. Uh, we spoke Champions League final yesterday morning on the show with John Gallo. Uh, that's Sunday morning at 5am. Uh, there's a promotion a game as well in the championship, or the promotion playoff early hours Monday morning. I think it's 1.30am. So plenty of sport going on. French Open as well. Super Rugby AFL. Uh, Yeovil Treeman's been in touch saying, hi Dan, making a bold prediction that all five Super Rugby teams will win this weekend. Uh, biggest test will be tonight with the Reds taking on the Crusaders over in New Zealand. Uh, the Brumbies are away, but the remaining Aussie sides play, uh, teams play at home against other New Zealand sides. Can't remember the last time there was an Aussie clean sweep in the Super Rugby from the Yeovil Treeman. Well, uh, I can't remember. It's been, it would have to have been years since that happened. That's a big call, Yeovil Truman. Five, all five Aussie Super Rugby teams will win this weekend. Uh, if someone knows when the last time that happened was, uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Thank you for the text, Yeovil Truman. Keep them coming in. No chance to win a Velveline T-shirt for, for the one closest to the money, uh, which we'll give away on Monday or uh, the most creative one. It's 14 past five. We'll take a break on the other side of this. We'll have a quick look at uh, what's been happening in the French Open and some of the other news floating around in the world of sport. It's 14 past five. At 18 and a half past five, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, your bowl prediction for the weekend. Uh, now, just before we get back to some rugby league news, uh, no Brett Phillips today, but we will do a French Open update. Thanks to B Solar, let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit b.solar to learn more. The reason Brett Phillips is not on, uh, the game between, or the match between Sitsipas and Cola, uh, which I would imagine a Sitsipas uh, was 
favourite, very favourite uh, to win against a caller from the Czech Republic has gone deep into a fourth set. Now, Sitsipas won uh, the first two sets, 6-7, six, 7-6, seven, uh, seven, uh, but Kohler in the third set hit back 7-6, and now uh, it is four all in that fourth set uh, between Sitsipas and Kohler. So it's now actually has gone 5-4, Kohler leading that fourth set. So we'll keep an eye on that one for you. Meanwhile, Iga Schwartek, the number one seed, uh, won easily earlier on today, 6-love, six 6-2. Six in terms of uh, the one Australian left uh, in action, uh, Daria uh, Seville uh, in action later on tonight at around about 8.20 p.m. in the third round. And um, just uh, on tennis as well, and I was going to ask Brad about uh, this. I don't know if you caught this, but Bernard Tomic has called on Nick Kyrgios to put his money where his mouth is after the, feuds, uh, after the pair's feud heated up again. Now, the pair have seemingly never been too friendly, but the Stoush reignited on Thursday, leading Kyrgios to label Tomic the most hated athlete in Australia. Uh, Tomic, who has been stuck on the challenger circuit as he tries to rebuild his ranking from 418 in the world, has throw de- thrown down the gauntlet to Kyrgios, calling for the pair to play a $2 million grudge match. Kyrgios, he's currently ranked 76 in the world. Speaking to the Gold Coast Bulletin, uh, Tomic challenged Kyrgios to put $1 million each on the table for a head-to-head clash. I'll put up a million and you put up a million. Let's see who is the better player. Let the public see who is better for once and for all. I've beaten you easy before and I'll do it again. Plus we'll play on grass so you, uh, you don't make any excuses. Anywhere, anytime. Uh, Tomic does have a head-to-head lead between the two as they have played just once in their careers at the 2019 Kuyong Classic. In that game, Tomic claimed a 6-3, 6-4 uh, win, but a match that uh, never really reached great uh, heights. Uh, and then Kyrgios um, going on. For the record, uh, Kyrgios' best ranking is 13th, and he's made $9.7 million in prize money, while Tomic's best is 17th and has made $6.3 million on the court, according to the ATP. Um I don't mind watching Nick Kyrgios play tennis. I know he's a controversial character. However, who cares? This is such a who cares story. Would you like to see, all right, would you love to see uh, a Kyrgios up against Tomic uh, if they put $2 million uh, into it and whoever wins take the t- takes the $2 million? Absolutely load of rubbish from in my opinion, but 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Um Kyrgios, no doubt, with talent. Tomic has talent, uh, but you haven't seen it, a lot of it throughout his career. But anyway, Tomic and Kyrgios, uh, war of words there. Uh, that is a French Open and tennis update. Thanks to B-Solar, let the sun pay for your electricity. Visit B.Solar to learn more at 22 past uh, five. Yeah, have no interest in seeing that uh, whatsoever. And it almost sounds like, uh, especially from a Ber- the Bernick Tomic party, just trying to keep his name in the spotlight. We'll keep you up to date with that Sitsipas uh, match, though, as well. As I say, 5-4 on serve in that fourth set. Sitsipas leading two sets to one and 30 love in this current game. At 22 past five, now Payne Haas, as we know, and Charles mentioned it before, uh, he's requested, well, his request for an immediately uh, has requested an immediate release from his contract. Now, he signed to the Broncos until the end of 2024 on a deal understood to be worth around $800,000 a season. 
Um, Payne Haas is contracted to the Brisbane Broncos until the end of the 2024 NRL season, Brisbane said in a statement. The club will not be entertaining a release. The club remains in ongoing discussions with Payne's management about what the next phase looks like for him at the Broncos. That includes ongoing dialogue about an extension to his current contract. Now, according to News Corp, Haas's new management were demanding an upgraded deal of $1 million this season in 2023 before jumping again to $1.2 million in 2024. The Broncos, however, reportedly informed Haas that they did not have the cap space to accommodate the upgrade. It prompted Haas, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, to sensationally ask for an immediate release on Wednesday night. Now, now, the Broncos, of course, play tonight against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. And uh, I know Corey Parker had a bit to say about this on Fox League last night. It's going to be very interesting to see if Payne Haas does play for the Broncos tonight. Um, and, and if you're a Broncos fan, well, really, if you're a fan of uh, any team, if a player says he doesn't want to be there for whatever reasons, um, do you really want him a part of your team? I know the Broncos have just said they're not going to entertain a release but if a player is not keen to play for your team, I wouldn't want him there. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. If you're a Broncos fan or if you're a fan of any other club, if a player says he doesn't want to be part of your team, then you'd think that, um, and look, who knows? He, he may come out tonight and give 100%. I'm sure he will. But if he doesn't want to be there long term, do you really want to keep him there for another, well, even for just for the rest of this season or another couple of years? Um, maybe in those circumstances, if what is being said is all true and he does want to leave, maybe best for Brisbane to cut their ties. Um, I, I don't think if I was a supporter of Brisbane and I, or as I said, any other team and um, a player came out and said he didn't want to be playing for my team, he wanted to be going elsewhere, uh, then I would be saying, okay, bye-bye. Um, now, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the Roosters, of course, uh, being linked to Payne Haas, but Nick Politis has ruled out making a big money play for Payne Haas, insisting the club won't risk losing star skipper James Tedesco in pursuit of Payne Haas. Now, we know uh, what Payne Haas has said, and he's been consistently linked with the Roosters. Amid speculation, the Bondi powerhouse is lining up the Broncos' meter-eater, to eventually replace enforcer Jared Rua Hargraves, who is off contract at the end of next season. But amid the explosive contract talks at Red Hill, Politis addressed suggestions the Roosters are ready to launch a poaching bid if Haas's tenure at the Broncos becomes untenable. Uh, Politis said Payne Haas is a great player, but we have no cap space for next season. All 16 clubs would love to have Payne Haas, but it's a matter of whether you can afford him and whether he can fit into our roster. I wouldn't insult Payne and say we don't want him because he is one of the best props in the game. So, of course, I would sign him if we could afford him. But the reality is we have a salary cap in place. I've got a great captain here in Tedesco, and we have some very good props coming through. Uh, so... Uh, Politis also blasted suggestions he's using Sonny Bill as a high-profile tool to lure Haas to Bondi. Um, he says it's basically all a load of nonsense. Um, I'm very close with Sonny Bill, but we don't use him to sign players. It is understood the Bulldogs are among the clubs interested in Haas. Uh, crisis torn Canterbury uh, have to spend a lot of cash as a part of post-Trent Barrett clean out amid speculation. Bulldogs football boss Phil Gould met with Haas the Haas camp during Magic Round in Fortnite, in Brisbane a fortnight ago. So there you go. The Roosters, Nick Politis has said that 
he won't be coming to the club until at least until the end. Well, they don't have money until the end of uh, 2023. I thought that was uh, cleverly said there by uh, Politis, very wise businessman. Uh, no money until at least the end of 2023 in the Roosters' salary cap, which, if that is all true, and there's no reason uh, not to believe Nick Politis, it will be interesting to see where Payne Haas does end up over the course of the next 18 months and possibly into the future. Your thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's five uh, games all in that fourth set now in that match between Sitsipas and Cola. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's coming up to 28 past five. Coming up to 6-2-6 six six. in that tennis match, uh, Sitsipas has been Cola. It went to a tiebreaker in the fourth set, finishing up at 9-7. So Sitsipas threw in uh, four sets, the number four seed at the French Open, 6-3-7-6, uh, 6-7-7-6. Now, uh, a text here, 0457-736-736. Don't forget, by the way, Makita uh, helps you rule the outdoors this season. Michael has sent this text in saying, Hi, Dan, I find it incredible that a player would ask for an immediate release from a team over money. What does it say about Haas's attitude towards his team and his teammates? Why would the Broncos players want to play with someone who puts the almighty dollar above the team and its players? And he also goes on to say, what does it say about Haas's motivation to play rugby league when the game is given him, given him everything? Uh, I find it a very selfish action. And if I was running a team that he eventually goes to, I'd be very, very wary because the only reason why he's playing might be for the team uh, for the team's dollars and nothing more. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, well, if I was the Broncos, I wouldn't want him there if all what is being reported is true. But no doubt that will develop over the next few days, weeks, and uh, potentially months to come. Now, uh, through 1620 Gold Coast and SENQ, Patton Heels coming up. They'll have Katie Brown on to talk about uh, Payne Haas. Jermaine Jolliffe from the Titans will join them as well. Uh, Titans will join them as well. And Chris Nelson will preview a massive day of racing at Eagle Farm. That's Patton Heels, 1620 Gold Coast at SENQ. And with Fossey and Brandy through 1170 at Sydney, Roy Simmons will join them a bit later on this morning. He finishes up his amazing walk for charity later on today. So he'll have a chat with Fossey and Brandy, plus all the latest happening in the world of sport. Thanks for your company this week. Been a lot of fun. I will catch you back here Monday morning at 5am. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk then. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.